Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics beat the Chicago Bulls 123-119 in a hell of a game from Jason Tatum. Uh, we are going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, uh, run through play of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, and to get things started off here, Jason Tatum with a career high in free throw attempts. He was 17 of 20 from the free throw line tonight. 36 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, a steal, and a block. He led the team in points, led the team in rebounds, and led the team in assists. This is a great, great performance from Jason Tatum. As far as efficiency goes, wasn't spectacular, As far as shooting percentages, 8 of 23 from the field, 3 of 10 from 3. However, what have we been clamoring for all season long? And honestly, Jason Tatum's done a great job of it. But it is getting to the free throw line. This is a season where his free throw numbers are up, and you absolutely love to see it. But 17 of 20, his career high prior to tonight was 17 free throw attempts, and he got there 20 times including a couple massive free throws late in this game. This is a game where the Celtics finished the night shooting 9 of 31 from three-point land. So when the Celtics shoot that bad, they need to figure out another way, offensively at least, to win. How do they do that? Free throw line. Obviously, we talked about Tatum's numbers there. But as a team, 32 of 39, 82%. 39 free throw attempts tonight. Just to put this into perspective, the Chicago Bulls were 22 of 25. And the only reason that that was the case was because DeMar DeRozan shot 20 of 22 from the free throw line. He got to the free throw line 22 times. The team got their 25. So great game for DeMar DeRozan as well, who torched us for 46 points. Uh, again, most of it being from the free throw line. Uh, but overall, like you look at the way the Celtics played offense today, and we just got excellent contributions all around. Every, everybody that played chipped in today. Uh, and it starts, obviously, at the top of Jason Tatum, but not far behind, in my opinion, is Malcolm Brogdon. This is a... This is one of his best performances as a Celtic, uh, at least, again, in my opinion. 25 points, two rebounds, four assists, a block, nine of 10 from the free throw line, uh, nine of 10 from the field goal, uh, and seven of nine from the free throw line. So this is just an all-time game. Zero three-point attempts from Malcolm Brogdon. There was a play tonight where, you know, he dribbles right around the free throw line a little bit, little bit deeper than that. Slips, stands up, drills the deep mid-range. Like there were a couple plays tonight where Malcolm Brogdon was just sensational. Everything he wanted to do, he could do. There was not a single guard on the Bulls team that could keep Brogdon in front of him. Like Alex Caruso's very good defender. Played, you know, a lot of minutes tonight too. 
23 minutes tonight, a lot of which were guarding Malcolm Brogdon. They could not stop him for anything. Anytime Malcolm Brogdon wanted to get to the rim, he got to the rim. Anytime he wanted to get to his spot, like nice little mid-range pull-up, he got there. Pulled up, nothing but net. This guy was super efficient. How often do you get a guy scoring 25 points on 90% from the field? 90. It never happens. So just super, super efficient night for Malcolm Brogdon as well. Uh, And while... You know, it wasn't a stellar night from a stat sheet perspective. We had a lot of other really good performances, Al Horford being one of them. 11 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Like, 5 assists for Al Horford. This is, you know, one of the things that Al does really well. We've talked about, you know, him being able to move the ball, not being a ball stopper. We've also talked about him taking, you know, 80% of his shots from three this year and he obviously he still took a lot of threes today one of five but what he did really well last game was be aggressive and get to the rack he continued doing that a little bit tonight he was one of five from three four of eight from the field Uh, so if you do the math there he was three of three at every other attempt minus threes right so the three times that he got to the rim he finished So Al Horford played a strong role in today's game. Uh, But it's not really, it's not just that, right? Like Al Horford's doing all of the little things, like the the assists, the moving the ball. This is how the Celtics have, you know, really become a, a threat on the offensive end. Last year, the offense was good. Uh, This year, the offense is on a completely different level. Now, we need to have our defense catch up at this point because the defense still hasn't been great. Uh, it's definitely been better the last couple games. Tonight wasn't really a, a great performance on the defense event. 119 points, 30-plus points in three of the four quarters. Not ideal. Uh, but offensively, when you're putting up 37, 30, 30 in the second, third, fourth quarters, like, it's hard to lose when you're putting up 123 points. Granted, you know, we only won by four, so it's not, not the, the most ideal situation, but it's a really, really solid offensive game for the Celtics team. Uh, and it kind of stemmed throughout. Derek White uh, is another guy, stat sheet-wise, didn't really step out. Uh, but on the defensive end, he had a couple plays tonight where you know he took a charge, had a steal immediately after, but he also had a great drive and finish to go up seven with two minutes left, and then he had a huge three from JB to go up five with a minute left. So you know he had five points in that fourth quarter. Five of his seven came late in that fourth quarter, the last two minutes. So you know it's not something where he contributed the entire night, but he also wasn't really taking away anything right he was three of six from the field one of three from three again one of them came with a minute and six seconds left in the game but he's doing everything a steal two blocks uh took a charge god called for two ridiculously stupid fouls that should not have been called but overall played a really really solid game so happy happy with that but what impressed me the most in this game, 
was, I can't say the most, but what the lineup that impressed me the most was the really all bench lineup slash Tatum. You know, Joe Missoula ran a lineup. It happened in the second quarter, and this is where the Celtics really went on a, a huge run. But they ran a lineup. Tatum, Brogdon, Hauser, Grant, Cornette. And the Celtics got the lead. I mean, we were up uh, 93-87. So we were up six after the third quarter. Joe Missoula ran this lineup out with, again, the bench guys and Tatum. And they got that lead up to 14 points right around the seven-minute mark of that fourth quarter. And I'm here, like, sort of scratching my head. Like, obviously, we had Sam Hauser go in and had a really, really solid game overall. Uh, he had, you know, eight points total. Uh, but he also chipped in four rebounds. And he also had an additional uh, possession where he just hustled his ass off created an extra opportunity it wasn't his his rebound technically but he tipped it out and we got the rebound so he's creating possessions for this team now he's hustling a lot of what we saw with you know Aaron Neesmith although he didn't really hit his shots when he was in Sam Hauser's creating some of those you know hustle plays that is really going in the favor of the Celtics like he led the team tonight in plus minus I know I don't I don't put a lot of stock in the single game plus minus, but you look at this bench lineup. Grant plus fifteen, Hauser plus nineteen, Cornette plus seventeen, Brogdon plus four. Every single bench player was positive tonight. That never happens. Ever. So the fact that we were able to get such good contributions from this bench squad is fantastic. We talk about Grant Williams, too. This is a game Grant Williams did not light up the stat sheet by any means. Four points, four rebounds, three assists, two of three from the field. Uh, But Grant had a couple plays today where you can just see the progression in his game. He had an up-fake drive alley-oop to Cornette early on in the game. Uh, He had a huge, huge dunk over Vucevic off the dribble and then he had another beautiful hook shot over Vucevic as well you're seeing Grant and I've talked about it a lot this season his progression is fantastic to see the ability of Grant to put the ball on the floor this year compared to any other year that we've seen from him is night and day so really impressed with him Cornette, I thought, played a couple of really solid minutes. Played 15 minutes, but four points, three rebounds, an assist, two steals, two blocks. We've talked about Cornette looking, at times, lost defensively. He didn't look lost defensively tonight. I think this was the best game that he's played this season. And obviously, it's not a, not a huge sample size. We're only seven, actually eight games in at this point. Uh but this is a really, really solid game from Luke Cornett. Again, it's, he's never, never going to be a guy that lights up the stat sheet. But if he can sort of protect the rim a little bit like he did tonight, like he was in the passing lanes, like he, he's got a massive wingspan, right? Two steals, two blocks. These are numbers that if he can give you on every other game, 
That is a massive, massive win. I don't know if that's realistic, right? But like, if he can get in there and give you any semblance of that, that's a massive win. Massive win. But overall, like, I am, I'm very happy with this game. You know, we didn't really talk about Jalen Brown much. We didn't really talk about Marcus Smart. I don't think they played. I don't think they played bad. I just don't think they played great. Uh, everyone else on this team, I thought, played a really, really solid game. Jalen Brown had a one of just a, one of the best dunks of the season, in my opinion. Uh, it was absolutely thunderous right over Vucevic who's not like a huge rim protector by any means, not going to say that, but he's a massive human. And JB just dunked all over him. And it was just a beautiful sight to see. Marcus Martin had a couple of, a couple of solid plays, uh, one really nice assist. But overall, I mean, you look at the numbers, it's not, not great. 12 points, one rebound, one assist to steal, five of 10 from the field. Two of four from three, like overall, the shooting numbers are fine. Uh, it just wasn't, you know, again, not good, not great, not bad though, right? You'll take it. Uh, but overall, you look at the rest of the, the team, uh, again, the third, we talked about the 39 free throw attempts, obviously being a, a huge number, Jason Tatum getting to his career high. Uh, but one of the things that stood out to me the most in this one was the rebounding for the Celtics. Last, so we played the Bulls last week, right? We lost to them 120 to 102. We were out rebounded in that game 60 to 45. We were out rebounded by 15 last week. And tonight, we out rebounded the Bulls 39 37. Obviously, both of those numbers went way down, went from 60 to 37 for the Bulls, 45 to 39 for the Celtics. So just obviously like a lot less rebounding. Uh, however, the fact that you know we're going out there handling the glass is a massive win, right? And you saw it even last game, right? Like it wasn't a against the Cavs. Like it wasn't a, a game where the Celtics won, unfortunately. But that was another team that destroyed the Celtics on the glass. And last game... We went out, rebounded really well. The Celtics are doing a better job of getting, you know, team rebounds. You're seeing everybody contribute, right? And that's what's like super impressive. This team is like figuring out the mistakes and trying to work through them. And you don't see that all the time. So it's beautiful. The other like glaring stat to me is points in the paint. You know, this is a, again, a pretty big team. They don't work inside very often. Like Vucevic, he certainly can destroy you down low because he's got some really good post moves, but he's also a guy that stretches the floor. So they're not a team that gets a ton of points in the paint on a daily basis. But the Celtics had 52 compared to the Bulls' 34. These are like glaring numbers. 52 is just an absolutely ridiculous number considering the amount of three-point shots the Celtics normally take. But to go into a game where, you know, the Bulls shot 11 of 28, 39%, and seeing the Celtics shoot 29%, 9 of 31, and 
still getting that victory is a massive, massive win. And it came down to the simple fact that the Celtics got to the rim a ton, forcing a lot of free throws, but also just creating better shots, right? Every time these guys are getting to the rim, they're finding open guys, they're finishing at the rim, or they're going to the free throw line. All three of those things happen tonight, almost every possession, which we're not used to seeing. Like that is the brand of basketball that everybody just loves to watch. So overall, really solid game. Uh, Not perfect. Certainly some areas of improvement. We'll talk about that. Uh, Before we do so, we want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, so tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Whether it's betting on the Celtics versus Warriors, that NBA Finals rematch, DraftKings is your place to go. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, make any $5 bet this week, and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so let's talk some negatives here. I'm going to keep this section short because honestly, don't have a lot to talk about. I thought the Celtics played a, a much better brand of basketball today. Defensively, wasn't perfect. You cannot give up 46 points to DeMar DeRozan. Uh, but I feel like you know he's another guy that's on that Celtics killer list that every time we face him, He does nothing but shoot mid-range after mid-range after mid-range and gets to the free throw line. And that's exactly what he did tonight. So bottom line, you should never be giving up 46 points to anybody, uh, but certainly not DeMar DeRozan. So that part, definitely frustrating. But the other big stat that is like staring me right in the face is fast break points. Celtics are one of the better teams in the league 
at getting out in transition because Jalen Brown is one of the better players in the league at getting out in transition. Jason Tatum, not far behind. Or honestly, like some people will argue that he's just as good or better. I don't really care. I'm not having that argument here. But the fact of the matter is like we have two guys that are very, very good at getting out, creating points in transition. We got outscored 17 to 3 in fast break points today. That is unacceptable. And you look at the number for the Bulls, 17. A lot of fast break points is hustle. A lot of it is effort, right? So when you have guys, and I, this, I'm not limiting it to just these two, but I'm, I'm thinking of two specific instances where Jason Tatum, Grant Williams complained after foul calls or no calls. Well, uh, both of the possessions I'm thinking of were no calls where Jason Tatum, Grant Williams complained. The Bulls got out in transition, got a bucket. Right, all of these are effort things. All both of those circumstances are coming from guys complaining, and I feel like we've beaten a dead horse at this point. Uh, and it's just we're talking about the same thing over and over and over. Like these guys need to just grow mentally because all of these compl- all of these complaining, you know, spurts that they're giving aren't helping, right? Grant got a technical foul tonight. Why? Because he was complaining. It wasn't even about a foul that was called on him. It was about a foul that was called on Cornette, and it was a foul. Grant needs to shut up. Jason Tatum needs to shut up. And I'm going to give you know Grant a little bit more shit in this because obviously, you know, Tatum's gotten called for more technicals. He complains more than Grant does. Jason Tatum is a superstar. Grant is a role player. Mind you, Grant is a very, very good role player. I'm not downplaying that, but he's not on the same level as Jason Tatum. He should like he is not going to get the same calls as Jason Tatum. He should know that at this point, right? Neither of these guys should be letting the game get into their head that much, right? Like, because all it's doing is giving a team like the Chicago Bulls the opportunity to get 17 fast break points. You do not want to let that happen. Uh, But overall, I mean, outside of that, the only other piece is the turnovers. You know, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a terrible game as far as turnovers go. 14 tonight, you know, this team has done much worse. It's not a good number by any means. Again, I'd like to see them right around that 10 number. Obviously, anything under that is a fantastic game as far as turnovers go. But 17 points off of those turnovers. And again, a lot of it, a lot of it comes back to the exact same thing, right? Like you look at the numbers, obviously they're the same number. 17 points off turnovers, 17 fast break points. Obviously, not the same case. Not all of the turnovers were live ball turnovers that led to points in transition. Uh, But it certainly doesn't help, right? So the Celtics still have a lot of areas that they need to clean up, right? Turnovers obviously is is the number one Celtics killer at this point. Rebounding definitely hurt us. Uh, I think the Celtics have done a much better job the last two games of rebounding. So I'm I'm hoping that they've kind of, you know, circled that wagon, fixed all of the issues in that aspect. 
Uh, but now it's on to the next problem. You know, Malcolm Brogdon, I thought, has done a, a great job. He only had one turnover tonight. Marcus Smart only had one turnover tonight. This isn't a game where, you know, the players as a collective turn the ball over a ton. All right, J- Jalen Brown had three. Don't like to see that. But overall, you know, the guys got to clean it up. Oh, I actually misspoke on that. Malcolm Brogdon had four turnovers tonight. Marcus Smart had two. Uh, Derek White was the one that had zero. So, you know, again, these guys overall, it's not a it's not a huge turnover game for the Celtics as far as like individuals go, but they still got to clean that up. The rebounding has definitely gotten better. Turnovers need to improve. I'm not overly worried about fast break points because I think that that's something the Celtics will continue to do at a very high level. But again, it's it's all areas of improvement. So that's where I'm going to wrap things up. This is a, a solid game for the Celtics. Again, come out with a 123-119 win over the Chicago Bulls. Improved to 5-3 and three on the season. Uh, you'll love to see it. They play again tomorrow night, and it is at New York. I knew they were playing the Knicks. Wanted to make sure it was either home or away. So it is an away game at Madison Square Garden. Celtics-Knicks, 7.30 tomorrow night. Uh, if you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. Follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Uh, and just continue to support the podcast. Five-star, written review. Appreciate all of it. I didn't mention it in the beginning, but I am in Miami uh, attending to some, some family matters. Got a new nephew in the family. So doing a, doing a nice little visit down here. So don't have great Wi-Fi. So we'll not be live streaming. That will continue on Monday night. Podcasts still can be found wherever you're listening to it right now. Obviously, you're not listening to this part of the podcast. You don't need to know where it is because you're already pretty much done. So have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?